All right, what up, y'all? We are back with episode two of the Shirts and Stuff podcast. I am the wrestling t-shirt guy, the perpetual mid-carter. And he right there to my left, still getting used to these directions, is the real deal, Justin Neal. We've been friends since 2000, y'all, since 2000. 23 years of friendship, and here we are kicking ass. On our second episode of our podcast. Give me your name. Tonight, we have our second guest, Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. A lot of you might know him from our show, the DWO Podcast. And if you don't, why the hell are you here anyways? Mike, how are you doing, bro? I'm fantastic. Yeah, Looking fantastic as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, when I'm not doing the DWO Podcast, I'm usually, you know, just... This is how I dress. So, yeah, you like, uh, you look kind of me out of character, you know. (laughs) You look something like a Mr. Rogers, if you will, but like a young Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like, 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 I don't know what the young version of Mr. is, but like, young man Rogers. There you go. That's, yeah. You don't have the DWO coffee mug either. So, it, it, it feels weird to talk to you on stream. Without you all wrestling shirt and DWO'd up, you know? Well, that was kind of the thought behind it. <laughs> you know, we said we're not going to. A little bit of the real like, you. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you, you didn't really get the real me, but <laughs> Stan's well, wrestling, maybe. Speaking of the real you, that's what we're here to talk about, man, because, you know, we we aren't necessarily a wrestling podcast. We're definitely going to talk a lot about wrestling during this this particular episode. But for the most part, we're not a wrestling-centered episode, so, you know. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where where were you? Uh, where are you from? Where are you born from? Born from? Where are you born at? Yo, well, <laughs> uh, where are you born from? My mother, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I appeared out of thin air. No, uh, born and raised in Kentucky, man. Uh, Campbell County, Kentucky, most of my life. Um, now I live in Boone County, Kentucky. Uh, I've lived in Cincinnati a couple times here and there over the years. As I was still in my oats, but uh, now I currently reside here in Kentucky, and I love it. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Midwestern or a small town market guy. A dad at his heart, if you will. <laughs> Man, uh, you guys are uh, a unique family in, in the respect that you guys have. What is it? Five small horses at your house at this particular point? Ah, well, currently at the moment, I have. Uh, total seven Great Danes in my house. I have yeah. two that are leaving uh, this weekend, but will leave me with five, and I will be yes, five Great Danes and a mini Jesus. schnauzer and a kitty yeah. cat. Yeah, these dogs, Justin. Granted, the puppies are still growing, but the uh, three adults, I guarantee, all outweigh you. Jesus, yeah. how much? <laughs> how much? Like ballpark dog dog food do you go through and say like a month uh it's not too bad uh, i'd say it's about one cow two cow no <laughs> luckily we have a costco card and a sam's card um but my dogs actually eat uh some co- costco brand dog food so i actually get a pretty good deal on it we, we buy like 35 pounds at a time or rather two bags of 35 pounds or so 70 pounds at a time uh, and right now with the puppies, that's another 35 pounds of, that's about every two weeks. So, you know, a couple hundred pounds of dog food. 
shit ton. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> so I have the poop pick up schedule on that. Is it daily? What pooping? Poop picking up. Like you, you how often do you gotta go oh, check? God. Oh, so I got teenagers for dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> what being a dad is all about. <laughs> you delegate that down. Some hill. of it we just let Mother Nature take its course, you know. Of course. We well, you know, we we start. feed the dogs uh, you know, it is a higher it is a higher quality dog food, so you don't get as much of the filler poop. So they're they're they only poop like once a, maybe once a day. Heck yeah. Keeping it regular, which is important that yeah. we will continue to discuss the importance of on the shirts and stuff by both because your boy suffers from a little bit of irregularity now and then, and I've been doing my best to be regular. So, you know, it's important to get the topic. The shirts and shit podcast. <laughs> See, I wanted to go there, but I wanted, you know, eventually to be able to, you know, put our name somewhere if we ever had a chance, you know, and I don't think shirts and shit is going to end up anywhere public. You could have so. done like a, like an upside down and exclamation point or something. Yeah, uh, like a, a hashtag like, in there somewhere. Yeah. Right. And like my buddy Ben Evers' band is Shithole, but it's S H exclamation point T H O L E. Really? Nice. Used to been game mechanics. Yeah, man. Game mechanics. <laughs> Life's just a game, bands. man. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so, man, but- uh, you are a whiskey connoisseur. How long have you? How long whiskey and bourbon, to be more specific, but. How long have you been in the the uh, the bourbon game, man? How long have you been a fan of this stuff? Uh probably probably about ten years now. Okay, um, so this is a it, long time out. Yeah, because like my honestly, my first experiences with whiskey was like, you know, high schooler drinking Jack Daniels, and then that was my one like. Everybody's got that one moment they remember their first time they got really really drunk and got sick drunk. That oh, was God. Jack Daniels, and uh, so I, I I had a, you know, didn't have much of a taste for whiskey for a long time, um, and then actually drinking like uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale, kind of got me, I really liked the taste of that, and I started, I started to appreciate it, and I, and, uh, I don't know, kind of mingled with it a little bit, ran into a guy I was working with at the time, started talking whiskey. He's like, man, if you love whiskey. Go down to Cork and Bottle on Buttermilk Pike. There's a guy named Ed Bly there. He's like, go talk to this guy. This guy knows everything there is to know about bourbon. And he was not wrong. My first time in uh, Cork and Bottle, I probably spent at least an hour in there. And it was just him and I just shooting the shit, man. And he was just, he was like, here, try a little something to this. Here, try to go to the back. Here, try a little bit. And everything he gave me, man, was like, holy crap, that tastes so good. Like, how is that whiskey? And it tastes, there's just, it's, there is burn there you know but you learned to Mm -hmm. he was teaching me how to drink it that way you know it's there but it's not like your main focal point and how to taste like the different notes and the different kinds of whiskey yes and 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 much like anything like having something sour in your mouth you're eating something really sour over and over again your 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 mouth and your uh, palate will adjust to that and things won't be as sour as you eat them same thing with whiskey you know as your mouth kind of acclimates to that uh you know the ethanol alcohol is in there it actually, your mouth will, your mouth will get used to the burn. So if you see me sipping, yeah, I just, I honestly, I, I drink whiskey because I really, really like the way it tastes. I love the complexity of it. I love that it's so unique, barrel to barrel, bottle to bottle. 
but it's all made pretty much exactly the same. The habit is fun as well. Like the, you know, the, the glasses and the, you know, pouring and the, the specific Get you a nice decanter set. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's something to having a hobby that has multiple facets available that you can focus on. You know what I mean? And that, that you know, that's, the same thing we have with wrestling that you can have a whiskey, man. You really can. You can just kind of find something you like and just dive in. Yeah. It's, you can spend a lot of money. Um, but kind of my credo is honestly finding good, cheap whiskey. Um, I, I prefer to stay in, you know, 20, 20 to $40 a bottle. That under the radar um, stuff that people just don't really yeah, know. What and I missing. mean, and every, everybody's palate's different. You know, some people, like Bud Light, some people might like Miller Light, you know what I mean? And it just whatever tastes good to you, you know, to me, there's a lot of the uh, so-called cheaper whiskeys that are, you know, that really hit it on the button for me. Wild Turkey 101, uh, the rye whiskey offering is one of my favorites, and it's a $20 bottle. Nice. If you haven't so, tried it, go try it. Don't, don't let the 101. 101. You know, All right. Yeah. A lot of people associate that with kind of like my Jack Daniels story, so. If you drink it slow and don't drink it like a, like you're trying to drown yourself. Right, like I'm gonna get fucked up. Yeah. So let's say DWO podcast hits a million subscribers. What bottle of whiskey are we celebrating with, man? What's the uh, you the money is no What is? Yes, this is the moment that we're breaking this bitch out. It had to be a pappy. See now, Justin and I actually, I think I've talked to you personally about this, but not on the show. We've had uh, our experiences with Pappy. Pappy is a, uh, uh, is a beverage that we got quite a few drinks of at my bachelor party, and I was completely unaware oh, of oh, what it was that I was drinking <laughs> until my father-in-law said, after we all did the shots, he was like, yeah, that was about $150 a shot, so he counted all the people, and he's like, yeah, it's about $1,500 right there. And I was yeah. just like, well, What? What? Hold on. Why? You gotta tell me beforehand so I can enjoy it, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I drank my way through all the pappies, um, and they're 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 all very good. You know, the the twenty three is kind of the the coveted one, um, but a lot of people say like the the twenty year is the sweet spot. I believe ours was a fifteen. Mm, yeah, Does I remember it being a teen teen number. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure what that means, but it, it was good. So unless it was the rye whiskey, the rye whiskey is the Van Winkle Family Reserve rye whiskey. It's a 13 year rye whiskey, and it is fucking. Fantastic. I had no idea you were such a uh, you're a kind of sore dog. I didn't realize you knew when you much. asked him first about like how long ago he started like getting into whiskey. All I could picture is like. I don't know, seven-year-old Mike sitting in the chair, a cigar <laughs> in his hand. Just no, like... I wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I didn't, honestly, for a long time, I didn't even care to drink. It was always like mixed, mixed drinks or whatever it didn't taste like shit to me. So, and even like, I, you know, I drank Hennessy for, for a, a while, but it was, you know, take a shot, chase it with a Coke kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. And just I thought, since I started drinking whiskey, though, I actually did go back and buy a bottle of Hennessy just to see small bottle, just just to see you know what it was like. And it's very interesting, man. It was a it's what's that face? He's a uh, you just you talked don't do about any. the alcohol that makes you throw up, 
or reminds you when you were too drunk and throw up, that's one for me. That and ENJ. Any oh, type of- dude, yeah, I got uh, ENJ VSOP. It was like oh. I think it was like a Christmas Eve. Me and my mom's boyfriend killed, or I tried to drink with him, and he drank that stuff all the time, and I was sleeping on the floor drooling on myself. That's <laughs> a different kind of drunk, man. Yeah. That's pass out drunk. That's that's uh wake up and you know not wake up because you hot glued yourself. You know what I mean? Like you sleep. Look, like, you were getting it's drunk. It's a prison. Product placement. How many years? <laughs> uh, what was that? A thirteen year Capri Sun? <laughs> <laughs> it's fermented. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> it swirls it a little bit. No, oh, you see Sweet. the tannin. Make make some hooch out of it. We've we've done that though, once, twice. You probably look it up on on YouTube, and there's probably somebody out there that's that's made liquor with it. Oh, I watch it. videos all the time of people that make liquor out of things you wouldn't expect. Hey, hey, here's a gallon of chocolate milk. We're gonna make booze. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I seen the guy that like he'll make like cookies, and it'll take the cookies and he'll, like go to eat one. He'll be like nah, and he'll sit it down, he'll chop it up, and like grind it up and make cereal out of it, and then he'll take the cereal and go in the bowl. And put that in a blender or make that. He makes one thing into like eight different things to eat. And he always ends up like back at cereal or some shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. It all looks no, delicious. Like he that. makes a milkshake, cookies, turns them into cupcakes, uh, all kinds of shit. All of which I would eat. It's yes. all my favorite Mike, are you things. a hot foods guy? Um, I do enjoy some hot. Like I got to I've tested this before because I've I'm a I love gardening. And uh, I worked with a guy who was really into like exotic peppers. So he would just give me seeds and started plants of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So I grew like some uh, Carolina Reapers. Um, but honestly, my, my I like jalapenos. Uh, about as hot as I go is habanero. I can I can tolerate those. Those are a good hot. But I don't. I can't. I can't do the stuff that I. It's gonna make me choke. And there is nothing like having a giant one of those really really big like grilled jalapenos whole yeah sat down right next to your tacos with your three mm-hmm. fr- oh my god it's so good. i do have a good hot story though uh have you guys have been ever been to the pepper palace down in gatlinburg no mm, no so so it's an entire store huge store um there's nothing but hot sauces and things of the like okay it's in gatlinburg so we go in there you know perusing our way around and right front and center, there is uh, fuck, world's hottest hot sauce or something like that. And, uh, you know, flashing red light and everything. Right next to it, a little something called Death by Salsa. Your boy, not even thinking about it, loves salsa, right? I was like, ah, it's salsa. How bad can it be? Chip, big scoop, hit my mouth. And by the time it hit my throat, I started getting reverse hiccups. Let me tell you how painful reverse hiccup is. Lady behind the counter is like, oh, somebody got something hot. Panicking. <laughs> Absolute panic. Run to their run to their cooler, grab a mountain dew, and just start chugging. That did not help at all. Not whatsoever. <laughs> Wendy's frosty, bro. That was what saved my life. Wendy's frosty. Dairy's the way to go. There's I think there's a Wendy's actually in like it's like a little shopping plaza. There's a Wendy's right in there with it. Do you know who Westy, my bestie, is? That sounds familiar, but no. So there's this, I would say, at least 65-year-old man 
who is an, oh. Australian, an Australian man, and he'll get like a plate of like 20 of the hottest possible peppers, and he'll have like five jars of like hot salsas, and it's just all like the hottest stuff he could find at the store at that time, right? Oh, and he'll just open all of these and eat them all with no chaser and cry the whole time. Like, Justin does such a great impersonation because he makes <laughs> noise when he's, he's got he goes, he's got oh. this like yeah he's got this like squeakiness to his voice it's almost like when you know you eat something hot or and it's, it's there's nothing you can do you have zero control over your motor function yeah. whatsoever and he's eating these reapers and he'll pick one like oh oh <laughs> and then he'll go and he'll grab he'll grab another one he'll be like a Carolina reaper dipped in chili sauce and he'll eat it, and you can tell he's struggling. He's in pain. He's like, oh, he'll eat it again, dude. And he just he goes to town. You can tell this poor old dude's suffering, but oh man, no, he's one of no the thank best you. It's so dude. funny. No, but I mean, all those hot peppers I grew, I think I dried them all out and crushed them into dust. And I use them to like spice up dishes. That you don't want to like affect the flavor, where you just want to turn it. I do it a lot. Like I make Raymond. Robin. I, never, I never even thought of doing that. It's just a little bit of, yeah. I mean, it's a good way to, I was, cause I, you know, COVID, you know, I really got into all kinds of hobbies and gardening was one of those. So I was canning and pickling and all kinds of stuff, man. It was really great. One of my biggest accomplishments was not only growing tomatoes, canning them, and then I made my grandmother's spaghetti sauce from scratch with said tomatoes. It was pretty cool, man. Farm to table. Yeah. Yeah. Some bitch took a bite of his first. Fucking tomato, like. <gasps> oh, awesome! <laughs> I, uh, I went to. I did the same thing with with habanero peppers. I went to grow some habanero peppers, and I don't know why I didn't look it up. I was like, eh, habanero peppers, plant them, grow them. Fuck it. Uh, I I failed to realize that uh, pepper plants typically don't stop producing peppers as long as they're like. <laughs> chill with their environment they'll just boop, boop, keep boop, 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 boop. Mm -hmm. dude i had more habaneros than kroger did i did not know what to do with them i had bushels i had to look up what a bushel was i had bushels of fucking habaneros i made salsas and chutneys and hot sauce and dressing and i made all kinds of but i never oh, yeah. thought to dry them out and grind them up make them into like seasoning i had some peach habaneros um again from my buddy at work and they were a really good taste to them. But I made a hot sauce. I actually made a, a peach hot sauce with those. Man, it was mm. so good. So what is a peach habanero? Is that like a crossbreed or is it just like... I, yeah, I think it's just some variant. Peach habanero is. Just a variant. It, it just had a really good sweet taste to it, you know, with the heat. Okay. Habanero yeah, has yeah. a very unique taste. It's very different mm -hmm. than a jalapeno. I grew serrano, serrano peppers, which are a lot like jalapeno. But hotter, and I actually gave them the pickle, the same pickling treatment I did my jalapenos with. And man, they're like extra hot jalapenos, fucking killer! Mm. By the way, I'm a beast in the kitchen. I was going to ask actually, what is your favorite thing to cook? Is it just like the typical like go to like I like to cook a fucking steak, or is there something yeah. in particular that you're like really good at making? I like I like leaving cooking steak to other people. If I'm being honest, um. Hey, cast iron's a way to go, man. Yeah, cast iron. Uh, I have gotten a lot. I actually 
you know, finally got cast irons a few years back and learned how to take care of them. And I, we cook it with them like all the time. I think I'm up to like five different ones now. I got some that were handed down to me uh, by my dad and mall. And uh, they actually say the company was Martin somehow. Like, oh, hell yeah. Nice. I am cast iron. Uh, no, I, kind of my, my go-to thing uh, that I think is I, I make chili from scratch. But, and everybody makes a chili, right? But, you know. Hey, hey bro. We need to have a, a DWO chili cook-off. Yes. And do three blind chilies and see who... We think is the you, best. You two can make the chili, and I'll eat the chili. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not fair. I know what his chili. Man, I know his chili. I, I, again, it's just I like to bake too. Um, I can't bake for shit. My wife Maybe has it, every year for her birthday. My wife has me make. Um, the fuck are they called? I put my mind. Uh, what's cannoli? Cannoli cupcakes. <laughs> Made them one year, and that was it. Now I gotta make them every year. Before we move on from chili, I gotta ask you: Do you put corn in your chili? Absolutely not. Fucking thank you. Thank God. It does not belong in there. I want. And in fact, I'm gonna clip this and let my uncle buddy know: Corn does not belong in chili. That's like a burgoo or a stew. Yeah, or jambalaya or some shit. It's not chili. Redneck jambalaya. The beans, tomatoes, peppers, onions—all acceptable vegetables. That is tomatoes. So I make a, uh, I have a literal award-winning. It, it won us tickets to WrestleMania. It's not even a joke. True. I have a award-winning pizza chili. So Was it's it basically Texas no. chili, uh, mixed with some pizza fixins, and I make it in a special <laughs> way. I'm telling you, dog, it's pizza fixins. Now you can't. We've talked about this too. You can't just go around telling everybody what you're like. I got a secret ingredient. It's I didn't say about secret I know. Ingredient. I'm just saying that's what you did with me. You're like, man, I got a secret ingredient. It's is it fleeb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fleeb juice. Yeah, yeah. Like those. The formula crabs. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, okay, so I, I learned a lot of cooking from my grandmother when she made chili from scratch. She didn't like beans in her chili because she said they reminded her of roaches. So she would take them Bugs. and puree them in the, in the blender. Sounds weird, yeah. I know. Sounds but weird. the flavor's still there. I mean, it's like yeah. got a bean flavor to it. And, and yeah, you get the bean flavor, and you actually get kind of the that that gritty consistency of of a bean still kind of in there too. It's See, unique. the old folks knew their shit, man. My grandmother could cook her ass off. Rest, God rest her soul. Jeez, dude, I'm fucking hungry. I've been sitting here talking about this. It's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) Man. So, you know, I know that we've been talking to you, trying to get you into Fortnite, and that's a whole other story, but I know you're a gamer, man. What what type of games did you play as as a young man? When did you get into games? What's what's your uh, your Uh, type of well, I, oh, I, I can remember I, playing I, video I, games far back as Atari 2600, playing Frogger and um, Space Invaders. Yeah, I had stuff, you know, very simple. Even like the joystick with the, the little turn. The rotator. Off. What was there was one. It was um, Pong Bomberman. There's another one. It was like had it wasn't Bomberman, but it was like precursor to Bomberman. You had the little dial and you had the bombs that came down. My stepbrother's got it. But yeah, it's yeah. I love me. Like Atari. Cubert? You're a Cubert. Uh, no, but I, I'm a 
child of the eighties, man. So I got to grow up, you know, Nintendo was came through when I was a kid. So, I mean, I, that was, I think I got that for my uh, eighth birthday, 80 and 88. I got the, the Mario brother duck hunt pack with the gun. And mm-hmm. then I also got Contra. Oh, but, man. Contra, I remember bro. sitting on the floor, you know, my cousin, and I would stay the night at grandma's house. Get the little like 19 inch TV, set it on the ground, set the Nintendo up in front of it, and just play to the wee right hours there, in the like... morning. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was the the best I time. Still do that. Yeah, See, you're a little bit younger than my uncle, but you're right around his age. When I grew up, I grew up my, my uncle. He's only a few years older than me, you know. So we were pretty close in age. But so everything he got, I got handed down to me. You know what I mean? I played the Atari, but the first, the first one that was mine that I ever got was the Super Nintendo. And uh, my mom and my stepdad bought me a Super Nintendo. And I remember just feeling like, wait, this is my Super Nintendo? Like, this is mine? Like, and I, I it started a lifelong obsession, as you see a, a giant bob-omb on my hand. That's I watch good. every Nintendo thing. I Nintendo could make a game where you literally murder puppies and kittens. And I'd be like, well, there's probably a good reason. As long as Mario's doing it. (laughs) 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 It's me. (laughs) Murder Mario. (laughs) So so you're a Zelda fan then, with that being said, right? Yeah. um, That's, I mean, I I definitely play that probably the most right now. Uh, I I, I have a uh, Switch, so it's been most convenient kind of my schedule and the way my life is like having something that I can just pick up and put down and kind of like just pick up exactly where I left off is something that works for me really well. I really enjoyed uh, when I was on third shift, actually when I met Eric that uh, we, you know, we had clans playing destiny and just that, that camaraderie and just the, the stuff that came out of the party chats during that. That's exactly what, you know, doing these podcasts reminds me of man. And that's why I love it so much. It's because I miss that. I, you know, once our clan fell apart and people went to different shifts, different jobs, what do you have? And, you know, it's not as fun to play by yourself some of them games. That's why we keep trying to get you into Fortnite, which I'm glad to say that, you know, audience, we have gotten to download it. We're not playing yet. <laughs> but like, like we said, you know, our, our schedules are very, uh, very. Uh, Dad's schedules. Yeah. Well, you know, when I'm not hanging out with you guys, I, you know, I got to. You know, I got to balance my balance my time with my my lovely wife and my family here. Still, my my two oldest are out of the house, so I don't. You know, I got one left in the nest. Yeah, and lots of horses, apparently. I will say though, <laughs> you are definitely hitting the nail on the head when it comes to the Nintendo Switch being the ultimate dad console, if you will, because that's what kept what reignited gaming for me. Because I kind of fell off for a little bit, but when the Switch came out. All I could see was the potential to game when I had my 30-minute lunch breaks. And then they started dropping these really good hits, man. And, and for those of you who haven't played Tears of the Kingdom, bro, I can't. It, the greatest game of all time, and I'm not even near beating it. You know, so, I mean, I if you're looking to get back into gaming, Nintendo Switch is the way to go. And they're not even paying us, but they could. Nintendo. Greatest game of all time, please. Bro, it please. It it's beautiful. Have you played it yet, Mister? I own the fucking game, but haven't even played it. No. Exactly. 
the first one was so good, and I was just mad when it was over because I had I enjoyed playing it so much. That's my yeah. problem is I'm still playing. I haven't finished uh, Breath of the Wild, and I want to finish Breath of the Wild before I play Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah, you got that. I've been so fucking busy, and I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, I'm going to cook some food, and I'm over here like fucking Hyrulean Gordon Ramsay cooking up all kinds of shit. <laughs> oh, there's a horse. Like, I definitely get that, man, but let me tell you this much, Justin. As good as Breath of the Wild is, when you put Tears of the Kingdom in and you get a good 10, 20 hours in, you realize how, and this is crazy to say because it's not bare bones, but you realize how bare bones Breath of the Wild is and just how yeah. deep Tears of the Kingdom well, is miraculous for something. It's what, just what they've built upon from Breath of the Wild and the mechanics and the engines they yeah. used. and it's It's so much bigger. I'm, I can't wait to see where video games and shits are. Shit I'm slow. I'm slow years. playing it because I don't. I don't want it to be over that quick. I even got into a. Thank you. That must be Eric. What up, Eric? Shout out to our boy Eric. He it also says boy. that Destiny Nights. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny Nights were awesome. Listen, I love Destiny all up until the point that they made my uh, light light level invalid i woke up one day and they're like oh there's 30 new levels fuck you yeah. there is my my breaking point was when i had went through and i played the original destiny and that was some of the first clips i still have saved on my xbox and i got paid off paid for all like literally paid for the last expansion they come out with and like oh by the way you can have all the expansions plus the game for like 45 dollars and i was like i just gave you all this money and then you're going to turn around and uh, you going to do me like that? You going to do me like that? <laughs> I did just, I did have fun playing a Titan though. That was so much fun. Now I'm a warlock master oh, class. God. Uh, I knew it. I knew there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's look. Sick. That's sick. Okay. I don't know. I just like being able, especially when you like did the rocket jump and you hit that Titan alt and they jump up through the air and you fly super far, <laughs> slam down on people. Fucking icebreaker. Oh, that's weapon. sick. That's sick. I Regen used the thorn. Regeneration. Look at that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, all my shit's here because of the flood in the basement. So, I just had to look over my destiny figures are there. We're talking about stuff. But we got to mention, you know, just like we have uh, every single time questions on DWO podcast, we have every single time questions we have to ask here on shirts and stuff, man. So I got to ask, what is the favorite shirt that you have ever owned in your entire life? What is your absolute favorite shirt? I don't know. It might be it. Honestly, the hard it might question. be it might be my DWO Wolfpack shirt, man. Uh Oh. Just because okay. it's it's my own handiwork, uh, and and what it represents, I think you know, represents kind of the 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 rebranding almost, if you will, of the DWO podcast. And I'm just so super proud of of what we built so far in such yeah. a short amount of time. And no, I, I I love the shit out of it. I I've wanted so long to have to do this kind of thing, man. Have something to, to focus that kind of energy on. Have have my own brand, if you will. And you know now I get to do it with a bunch of fucking great guys. So I'm elated. Yeah, that's uh, 
it means the world to me, man. You know, it's not very often I let somebody in my circle. You know what I mean? I have plenty of friends. Uh, well, you know, plenty of, of, of out there friends. But Justin will tell you, when it comes to actual real true friends, I've probably got 10, 15 total. And it's been that same 10, 15 for 20 years. You know what I mean? I've, you've got my bandmates. Squad. We got, you know, my <laughs> bandmates, you know, Dan Dart, they know who they are, you know. They've been my friends for 20 years, you know what I mean? But to add new people is very rare, and I've added two this past year, and it's you guys. You know, I, I need more people to talk wrestling about. I I probably drive, drive Justin crazy before you guys came along. It was like, it'd be anything. <laughs> I hit him up like, oh, my God, Dana Brooke has a new pet. And he'd be like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I'll give it She's to defending him. it live on NXT. He's a he's a good friend, and he's you know, but I definitely love wrestling a bit more than he does. Granted, he's been to you know the last five WrestleManias with me, but and he's wearing a wrestling shirt now. But I'm definitely a bit more of an addict, and so are you guys. So it's it's good to have somebody to you know to to bounce shit off of, and our creativity works great together. And like I told you guys when I met you, I've been wanting to do a podcast and doing the podcast with you guys lit the fire to get shirts and stuff started. And, you know, like I really had this big plan to start with these big, super high name, uh, you know, guests as episode one. But it didn't work out that way. But I feel like it worked out better this way, because this way, you know, we're talking to some people that are familiar for our first two episodes. Uh, we're talking the people that we understand, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, Dan, the B seven, which I hope to have him on both of our shows here soon. Uh, you know, uh, I, I will have plenty of questions for him, but it's not going to be seamless conversation like it is with you or Eric, you know? And I think that's a, a really good thing for us on shirts and stuff to have for the first well, run. You know, if anything, if, you know, starting off with us helps you guys kind of, you know, weed out some things you would, you don't like, or you know, kind of get your uh, get your bearings about you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, definitely. You know, I heard Eric say, you know, go back and look at our, some of our first footage. Man, it was rough. You know, and just you you watch yourself over time, and the more you do it, the the easier it gets, and the you know, you've already you're already light years ahead of where we started. Yeah, and that's all because of you guys. I mean, getting us kind of going with some of the the apps and so letting us know you know getting us in on the know and whatnot yeah. man it's you guys are fantastic and if, yeah it's, not it'd be anywhere yeah, near where we're yeah. at right now it's just two episodes in without you guys your guys are help yeah and it's you know it's all been a lot of trial and error and we know we've uh appreciate that you know we love we love seeing you seeing you do this too you know i'm glad it's not going to take you away from us at the same time yeah that's that's one thing i definitely didn't want to do man I, uh, I, I'm very comfortable with the two days a week that we do our show. I like it because it gets me my wrestling fix. And uh, this gets me my fix of just talking to people. And I don't have to have anything to do with wrestling. You know, and We get I mean? to hang out too. So Yeah. Granted, mm -hmm. DWO doesn't have to have a wrestler. You know what I mean? Cause we've had plenty of guests that have nothing to do with wrestling. Like Mark Borison and, you know, uh, uh, Brendan Kuris. Oh my gosh! I knew how to say his name. Cor I know. Cor yeah, Coruscant. He's a really cool guy. I'm sorry, guy. Kumasar, Kumasar. Men's Health Our United. Or, I'm uh, sorry, Men's yeah. Health. Why do I always want to call them United? Men's Health Unscripted. Sorry, guys. 
but either way, my point of the matter is, is, is we were able to talk to people on there, but we have a, we have a different feel with our, our group there. And I think we have a different feel here. I hope, you know, a year from now, we're both sitting here, you know, thousands of subscribers each. And, uh, you know, we're able to help each other, uh, create man because that's what i want to do man i want to make this where it can have our own network have to be exactly it doesn't have to be my my way i earn bills but it'd be real fucking nice if i could pay my bills with this because then i could focus everything on it and these episodes would be so much better because i would put so much production into them so much extra you know what i mean and uh, because i have to have a day job to feed my children and pay my bills I can't make these that great. So, you know, then that's, that's going to we'll take time. There. We're going to get there, you know, Well, and with some of this stuff, man, once you kind of get a baseline down, like once, you know, I, I copy and paste a lot just because, you know, you, once you get a, you know, a kind of a base of images and templates and shit like that, man, it'll, it'll be easier also. To start streamlining yeah. everything. So that, yeah, mm-hmm. that way it's like you said, you get a feel for it. You kind of get like your own, design set up so everything just kind of flows from that point on yep our next step is an intro and exit video i'm working on some music for us right now i've already got the intro i'm working on the choreography and uh, (laughs) i'm working on the music he's working on the 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 visual aspects of everything uh we're both trying to book guests i'm trying to book guests for dwo and i'm working two jobs on top of that plus my kids are in soccer plus i got a wife Plus, I got a band who's got shows coming up. In fact, just going to throw this out there, uh, shameless self-promotion. Uh, my band will be opening up for Corey Feldman uh, at the <laughs> House. Oh, I, need, I need two uh, of those, by the way. On the 23rd of September. Tickets are only 30 bucks, and I will deliver them to you. You can meet wrestling t-shirt guy. Or, you know, I even bring Justin with me. You know what I mean? Uh, we can meet me. Search yeah. podcast your house and not only that i also have tickets to uh kenny Ozfest 16 and that sells out every year let me tell you something these tickets are going to fly by fly out really really fast it sells out every single year we got billy morris of warrant the midnight devils and toy box is going to be closing the show that night and we have got a toy extravaganza it's a saturday night tickets are only 10 bucks it is the party of the year and speaking of which, uh, we might as well, since we're talking about it, mention that next week's guest is Kenny Oz himself. So we're going to talk a lot about what uh, Kenny Oz Fest means. The very fact that he sells out his own fucking workday party every Dude. year. Uh, you know, and it's, it's an MVP sports bar. Uh, it is a fantastic place. If you don't know where it's at, check it out. It's in the Cincinnati area. Definitely get a ticket from me if you want to, you know, have a good time together. And then also, I'll give you free tickets to Metallica Tribute Battery and also uh, one of the best named cover bands of all time, a Pantera Tribute named Walk On Homeboy. What a fucking great tribute band name. Walk On Homeboy. Sorry, man. I went into promotion mode. Yeah, you went full promotional on our guy here. I can't help it. I like that T-shirt. Which one? Evil Uno. Yeah, I've never seen that one. This was a Evil Uno pro wrestling tees crate shirt. Oh, cool! I believe it was before I got in the game. Yeah, 
I like that you get a crate every month now too because I can be like, hey man, did you get the chase? <laughs> I swear they alternate like what groups they send first because my group is in the A to A to A L, I guess you would say, and yours is the M to Z. So yep. sometimes you get the group early and then sometimes I get the, we're always like four days apart. We're days apart all the time too. It's yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Never fails. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. I know this next month's crate looks pretty cool, so hopefully we'll get something neat out of it. I uh, know. I lost a few pieces in the uh the great flood of twenty three here in my basement. I didn't lose them completely, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for those of you who don't know, he had a unfortunate water incident directly over top of what's behind him right there, but uh, he was able to save a majority of it, but he did lose up oh, talking about I mean I do want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk Force about it. Wall. <laughs> I'm not a drywall guy, I'm an electrician for damn sakes. Travel is not that hard. Just I some mud. I can hang it like a mofo, but you know, it's the mudding and the, the trying to make everything look seamless and like it never happened is probably not going to happen with my skill set. Well, then you need to call us. Slap it on there with a pair of clines. You'll be good. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, we got to mention specifically considering that Justin Neal and I are both electricians by trade. What's up, Sparky? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How long you been doing that shit, man? Has this uh, um, been a career for you for a while? Yeah, I've been, I've been, let's see, I started uh, shortly after my first, my first child was born. Um, okay. Cause I was doing like construction, uh, a lot of doing finished carpentry, a uh, good friend of mine, big bill, his stepdad had a company and uh, yeah. I worked for like Fisher doing finished carpentry. So I just, I was in between jobs and needed money and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I always talked to electricians, and they were like, Sparkies, what up? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I always talked to electricians, and they always seem like to be the highest paid guys. And I like I messed around with car stereos when I was younger and stuff like that. And I just had a general interest in it. So, yeah. I like, I, walk, I like the... walking on a job site and just swinging my dick everywhere, like. <laughs> I was drinking at a bar one night talking to a guy I went to high school with and I was like I don't want to be an electrician he's like well if you're serious he's like I can talk to somebody for you and it ended up being a union company um, and ended up uh, going that route went to school through the electrician's union here in Cincinnati nice 212 Just top of my class numero uno nice hell yeah well, it's, it's, it's actually you know when you when you're studying something that's you're not bunch of filler in there and it's actually interesting and applicable to what yep. you do on a daily basis man it makes it a makes it a whole lot easier to to get behind and well like when i was in school and shit i'm like god fucking trigonometry and geometry i ain't gonna yes. ever need that and blah, blah, blah. and then i get in like doing my okay. trade and i turns out start, you do yeah it turns out holy <laughs> crap i did a lot of math today i was bending conduit today oh yeah and trigonometry i do yeah, i Looks beautiful. I got what was it? Two back to back nineties and a box offset and one ten foot stick of conduit. Damn! Holy yeah. shit, dude! Oh, I love it's it. been forever. I, I used to. I love bending conduit. I don't. I'm maintenance electrician now, so my conduit bending days are, I guess, behind me. But 
Yeah. I, I enjoyed it though, man. That was my, my first journeyman was a, an absolute artist with the stuff. And wow, he was he was good to me, man. So Justin and I are pretty lucky in our our start as well, man. Literally, I was working as an assistant manager at Circle K and my buddy came in and he was like, Man, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, What? He was like, Dude, you're sitting here wasting your fucking time as an assistant manager at Circle K. What do you make? Like fucking ten dollars? I was like, nine eighty five. He was like, fucking stop that. He's like, I'll start you on as a, a fucking grounds ground floor guy on my electrician crew for twelve fifty if you come start for me Monday. I was yeah. like, Well, fuck you, Circle K. I'm out. He started off more than I did, man. I think I made like eight bucks an hour my first year. I was a ground floor guy and man, I bullshitted my way into higher positions. And then like about six, eight months in, I called Justin. I was like, hey man. You would have been an electrician? He's like, I've never touched a wire. I was like, don't you have to go to school for that shit? He's like, not really. (laughs) And then uh, he came and joined, and we went down two different routes. Now, don't get me wrong, we worked that job. We worked quite a few jobs together, but he went down the school route. I kind of just got lucky with PLC wiring, man. I, I found a place where I really belonged in the industry that I didn't necessarily need schooling for, so I never did go to school. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to not go to school. But at the same time, our podcast would have to be very successful, enough successful enough for us to quit our day jobs for me to be able to fit school into this. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, at this point, it's not in the future, but it's not something out of the future. You know what I mean? But uh, I like what I do, man. Mine started with obsession with Nikola Tesla, though. I read about him as a kid and was just infatuated with electricity. You know, I, there's not a single thing on this planet, even rocks, have some form of electrical charge to them. You know what I mean? It's electric. I mean, it's the, it's, the, it's the basis of all life. The basis of existence. It makes you feel powerful, you know? Like, just, yeah, like it's lightning outside and I can just walk out in a storm like, <clears throat> and catch a fucking lightning bolt in my hand. But, I think that's why I like Undertaker and Kane. Too. They could just control the weather. Yeah. yeah. You know, Undertaker's yeah. Re- Undertaker's <laughs> actually an electrician. In real life? Yeah. Is this a real fucking fact or are you shitting like <laughs> just, did, He knows like everything about Hager. He's like, no, actually. <laughs> Except for this thing, apparently. Look at him look at him googling it. Okay. Look at him googling it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm checking eBay because an auction for a trackball mouse ends in 15 minutes. Uh, I want a trackball. Don't look at me like that. You know goddamn well I'm bougie. I want a trackball. There ain't mouse. nothing bougie about that. Are those the, the trackball mouses with like? Are you talking like a the one with the ball on the bottom of it? Or are you talking the one that you put your hand on? Like your crazy aunt that used to smoke all the time has the little ball up top. Yeah, no, nah, man. Then you got. <laughs> And they're always like, yellowed. Ergonomic dog. I I just have the magic pad. I got what the magic pad. Call me a nerd. Live on my show. Who do you think you are? Nerd. Oh shit, man. 
we got a lot of cool stuff on the uh, horizon over on the DWO podcast, man. You know who we got yes. tomorrow, Justin? Do you know our, do you know our schedule? I do not. Bro, tomorrow, uh, hopefully we can get him on as a guest on our show. Uh, but tomorrow we have one of my all-time favorites. Where are you going? Oh, where'd it go? Here. Oh. Not big. Oh. There you go. I was going to say, you got pop of huh? Same exact right there. But yeah. uh, the creator, proprietor uh, of Headlocked Comics, Mr. Mike Kingston. Nice. And it's, it's just so crazy, man. It, b- both him and I had a moment with our wives where we pulled the uh, uh, comic book out of our crate. They were like, oh, this is a guest on our podcast coming up. And, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like, what? Okay, that's kind of neat. Like, yeah. That's neat. It's kind that's of pretty neat. neat. Well, that's pretty neat. That's what pretty just neat. Look at it. What you just look at it? Just look at it. <laughs> just look at that. Yeah, definitely some big things on the horizon, man. I'm really excited. Like, it's, it's, it still dumbfounds me. Like, I can't believe we're, like, booking the people we are. Bro, the one you booked, I mean, I'm not going to, we can announce that on the DWO show, but we got to tell Justin that one for sure. There's a guest coming up that I can't believe we, I can't believe I didn't tell you we booked him. To be honest with you. You don't uh, tell me shit anymore. You don't, <laughs> you don't bring me flowers <laughs> anymore. I heard, I heard this morning that Barbara Streisand is coming out with like her autobiography and it's over a thousand pages long. What? War and Peace, the historically long, long novel, is 1,200. My goodness. Who? Did Stephen King write this? (laughs) I thought you weren't going to – I thought we weren't going to tell anyone who we had on our show. Barbara Streisand. (laughs) (laughs) Babuda. Babuda. (laughs) Could you imagine? That's what we need to do. I'll I'll let her hang out tomorrow. Two fucking outrageous celebrities. Dude, you miss like, 100% of the shots you don't take, so you might as well. We should think of some famous dads to just reach out to. And just, see, just see who we can get. Famous TV dads or I famous... I Shaq wasn't doing anything. He'd be like, alright. Alright, we'll do it. You guys order some Papa John's. <laughs> I love me some Shaq, bro. I do too. I wanted to see Shaq do Masked Singer. <laughs> Everybody be like, "Come on, man, we know who Let's that is." Let's go deep. Take oh. it to the hoop, big fella. <laughs> it's like, it's like when Charles Johnson. Yeah, uh, I love celebrities with distinguished voices. Yes. Uh, so the guest we booked has a very unique, distinguished voice. Morgan he He's known for his distinguished. Singing voice. Yes. Yeah. Me, me, me. Upside, inside out. I would shit nine bricks on live stream if it was fucking Ricky Martin. Yes. Where do you think he got that cardigan from? (laughs) My cousin, Rick. Rick, Ricky Martin, you don't know him. (laughs) I didn't realize that. All right. Hello, cousin Richie, man. You know. And then it's just, he's a big grasshopper. I'd shit if you just like pulled a picture out and it was legitimately your cousin. There's a little <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look for it. I'll send it to you tomorrow. 
<laughs> Back in his prime. Yeah, you send us send us that pic. You're gonna get we'll a terrible we'll... Photoshop of me and Ricky Martin tomorrow. <laughs> this is this is actual. And it's gotta be like Ricky Martin is prime too, but like you now. Yes. <laughs> I am living Nick a little bit. Ricky. Man, it's, uh, it's been a fun world with you with you guys podcasting, man. But I'm definitely looking forward to the future because I feel like we're gonna take it a little farther. I feel like the dad world order is not gonna be just a podcast because I feel like we're gonna have to have the dad world order game streaming, the dad world order advice column, the dad world order fucking... how to videos, DIY yeah, videos. Exactly. How to tie a tie, how to change a tire. Oh, but like man. wrestling style. Yeah, exactly. you gotta elbow drop the fucking tire off the car. Oh yeah. Let me tell you. You might be on you might be onto something there. Yeah. Yeah. I have my moments. I just never write them down. So they just go yeah. nice. and I'll be like, they invented that and I had yeah. that idea ten years ago. So speaking of yeah, we gotta mention while we're here. What a great yeah. fucking weekend we just had, man. Yes. Detroit City. We went to the coolest uh, medical marijuana dispensary I've ever seen in my entire life. Walmart. It was Walmart. Hot Mart, for sure. Super cool. I hope that Ohio passes that because we need that here. Please, Ohio. I'm please, cool with having my license, please, but I would like to not have to have it. Help. Yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, uh, you know, I feel like you guys can can second for me here. How fucking pleasant were the people in Detroit? Right? Like it was I'm so nice, and we had such a good time. What gets me is when we were in LA. You talk about weird people to be around. We had so many weird. Imp- interactions in LA but the one that sticks out to me the most we're standing in line to cross the street and this girl comes up I would say maybe mid 20s young black woman very 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 beautiful woman she walks up at first and and she's wearing literally just like the thinnest dress possible where it's very revealing right and she comes up and she's just like which one of y'all gonna cash at me 20 bucks I was like, fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, for what? How bold. Yeah. yeah, he said, for what? And she was just like, just cuz. And I, I think it was either me or CJ was like, no. No, no, no we're not. We're not going to cash like, that's a That's a new level of panhandling. Is y'all got cash app? Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's next. You got two feet to walk away from me? Go away. Oh my god, it was so outrageous. California was crazy, man. That was that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean in the DWO horizon. I'm not I I, there's nothing about Southern California. I don't know, maybe like San Diego. My wife got to go out to San Diego uh, a couple years back. Uh, my daughter was uh, deployed over there watching the wall. But uh but uh, I never got to see it, but Nah, I'm all right with that. So, what was your favorite moment during, not maybe not just even SummerSlam itself, but like during the, the trip up there and back? What was your favorite? 
honestly, moment walking from the trip. parking garage and that walk, standing in line and just conversing and, and interacting, heckling with, all with the people, people and shit. And... Man, it was so yeah. fun. That I mean, I might have enjoyed that as much as the show itself. Yeah. I mean, just, just, it was just all positive energy, man. Everybody was awesome. How many people? How many people wanted to pin Cephas for his twenty four seven belt? Oh I was, man! I was like, dude, we got it. We got to get somebody. Fight. Yeah, we got to get somebody with the referee. I'm going to start wearing hand. one. And then yeah, go like you're going to count count to two, and then go for three, and then give him the yeah. <laughs> or we could just rip off the shirt. It's NWO underneath. Title in one day. What's that? We could do a video. How many times can Cephas lose his title in one day? You know, I have to bribe them all. Cradle. Speaking of that, man, that's something we're definitely focusing on in the future is content. We're going to make some skits. We're going to do some funny shit on DWO. And eventually that's going to broadcast over to here. You know, we're going to we're going to do some weird shit on this channel, too. But right now we're going to we're going to focus on getting our uh, our mileage underneath us here on the shirts and stuff podcast, which is. You know, we're two weeks in now, and we're about, I mean, we're about in an hour right now, so we're about at the end of our second episode. We got our third, fourth, fifth, and sixth episode scheduled, so... Hey, told me shit. (laughs) Dustin's like, sure. He just, he learned that we have Kenny Osmond. happy to be here. When you learned that we have Kenny Osmond next week. So, that's, you know, it is what it is. We're trying to get like that when it be like that. We're trying to get it together, but I mean, look at look at the organization we have in DWO that we didn't have at the start, you know, and it's going to be the same thing for here. So, little baby, it's not a it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. I'm fast as fuck, boy. We're just getting started, boy. Man, I'm really enjoying this this game we're on, and I'm really enjoying the fact that we're traveling. I like that we're heading to to Iowa this next month. Part of me wants to go to Texas too, but there's no reason to. No, when we get October eighth. We get a double show, a double show. Two for one. At Revolver, I can't believe. I don't know. It's super one, but it's super fucking awesome. It's one of them, and one of them is an all women's event too, which is really awesome for them. Hosted by Renee Paquette. Right. Really? Yes. Did you not see that, Justin? No, no. I I seen that. Heard about the event, but yeah, it's a double event now. It's it's. Officially, at this point, uh, my birthday party. So, if you guys want to come hang out for my birthday, buy a fourth row or better seat, and we can put you in the DWO section. Yeah, let's take over the whole section, man. No. We, we were loud and made a presence last time. Let's let's, I ain't let's going go to bigger and better. Party. Justin, no. don't go no. to my birthday. And go to the below my pay grade. It's below my pay grade. Whatever. <laughs> you, you know what? You're you're supposed to be there because. I'm going to fuck around and sponsor it from shirts and stuff as well. And there's going to be another. And then <laughs> I have to be involved. You have to be at all of them. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. fuck, we spend money on those. Shit. Yep. That's a, yeah, it's good motivation, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm going to go anyway. Why not go there and, uh, you know, get to be part of the in crowd, I guess. The fact that we're going to Iowa together is such like a. Like, I've traveled 20 fucking plus hours with Justin and cars before, so we know what it's like 
but you guys, it's going to be a whole different thing, man. We we've not done that together, so it's going to be a brand new story for us. Oh, I wish I wish I would have got some footage of old Big Rig snoozing in the back seat. Bro, did you <laughs> did you see our episode so... yesterday? He begged you to get a bigger car. <laughs> did he really? In our episode yesterday on DWO, he 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 suggested, "I love you. I'm appreciative of the ride." Jesus Christ, you need a bigger car. <laughs> it was, it's, I got a Jetta with me in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Three other grown come, men around, you know. I didn't, well, I, I'd, I'd actually gotten, when I, I had a wreck in my car and I got a rental and they showed up in like a charger or some shit. They're like, this is all we got. Is this fine? And it was like all souped up and shit, just a two seater. I was like, yeah, it's fine. But when I got in it, I sat in it, and it felt like I was driving like this. And I'm a little dude. I'm not big by any means. But even, like, little two-seater cars, they make me, like... So I got a yeah. Jetta, because I can, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, drive I a Honda Civic. I, I feel you there. <laughs> I have a D-Lean. Yeah, the I'm Volkswagen German Engineering was not built with four full-grown men in mind going on wrestling trips. I just had poor shoe choice. They looked great, but they were, man, those dogs were barking. <laughs> Especially with poor old Big Rig being six foot four. Yeah. Him curled up in the back seat was 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 a sight. <laughs> and I pulled my seat up to it like as high as I possibly could, so I was uncomfortable too, but, you know, it is what it is, uh, you know. But yeah, I second that. Justin, you're a saint. Drove us there and back. Drove us back the same night, dude. It's unreal. Yeah, unreal. I try to stay awake just because I I usually have a hard time sleeping in the car, but. No, there was was a long day. We'll just say that. (laughs) It was a long day. There there may have, I will will admit, there may or may not have been a moment there when I was like, hmm. Oh, wait, I can't take a nap. I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're just pieces they're like man i'm comfortable all of a sudden can't be too comfortable oh yeah <laughs> don't you tell me that now i can never let you drive <laughs> <laughs> see well i told you when he would just wake up and randy would be like yeah that's him falling asleep for 20 to 30 minutes and then getting a panic attack in his sleep and waking up like am i still alive <laughs> you gotta check yeah <laughs> just wake up you're gonna yeah. do that one time yeah, you're gonna wake up one time. You're like, yeah, and you're gonna look over. And it's gonna be Jesus driving the car. <laughs> I rewrote Shit. that song. I have to send you the lyrics to it at some point. And I just rewrote Jesus take the weed. And it's about getting pulled over and handing the weed to Jesus because the cops <laughs> not gonna check Jesus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, seriously, I'm the savior. I'm, the, I'm your fucking lord, bro. Frisk me, my child. I want your name and your badge number, sir. Frisk away. So, and on that note, since we're talking about frisking Jesus, I think that's a good place to end Shirtless Cup episode two. Uh, Dick. Brother, I love you Death. so much. Man. I love doing this show with you with the DWO. I love that you came on our new show, Shirts and Stuff, baby. Thank Look, you. we're starting to get a groove. I'm starting to feel it like I feel yeah. with DWO. You know yes. what I mean? And we are uh, we're here. We got 
like I said, all the way up to week six scheduled, and I'm working on week seven. So what's up? We're coming back for more shirts and stuff. Mike, you got anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Yes, check out the DWO podcast on every social media platform at DWO underscore podcast, except on Facebook. It's at the DWO podcast because they don't allow underscores. We're on Pro Wrestling Tees. We have a few shirts on there and on TeePublic. TeePublic. We have several designs on there, including some of our uh, our homages to some popular other shirts. Homage. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, and on that note, I am the wrestling t-shirt guy, Cephas. That's the real deal, Justin Neal. And that's been our guest, Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. And we'll see you next time with more shirts and stuff. And stuff. And y'all have a wonderful night. Peace. Get off my screen.